Welcome to Revelation Church's podcast with Pastor Cam Colombo. To stay connected, visit us online at revelationchurchny.com or on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Now here's today's message. Only one thing is necessary. Only one thing is necessary. Okay? Now, turn with me to the book of Luke, chapter 10. Now, as they were traveling along, Jesus entered a village, and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home. That was nice. You know, she's right there. She had a sister called Mary, who was seated at the Lord's feet, listening to his word. Now, you remember... The word that Jesus is speaking, it is not his word. That is what baffles hundreds of people. They're like, who are you talking about? He's called the word. Now, either we follow the doctrines and the understanding of man, or we understanding, or we following the understanding of God. So which one do you think we should do this morning? We should follow what God is saying. So, and Jesus Christ said, the word I'm speaking, they're not my words. As I'm speaking, as I hear, I'm speaking about the word. But the word I'm speaking is the word of the Father. See? So, once you comprehend that, you understand the mission of Jesus. The Lord has, has the word that he hears from the Father. Okay? So, but Martha was distracted with all all our preparations. Now, how many of you are distracted today? And I see the heads. Uh, And the Lord knows. He knows your heart. He knows your heart. That's the reason why this is being delivered this morning. Martha was distracted with all preparations. She was in the ministry. You see? She was in the ministry. She was doing amazing things. Uh, and she came up to him. Now she is a, a religious person. She's as a ministry, and she's teaching the man of God. <laughs> I don't know if you understand that. Like, ooh, what? What are you talking about? Look, she has, and she understands how to correct God. Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to do all the serving alone? Please, do me a favor. Tell her to help me. Whoa. And, and I'm sure God stand corrected. I'm sure you're like, oh, okay. All right, you, get up. In, make sure you don't get trapped in this behavior. Because the second you touch that, what do you think is going to happen to you? You're dying. You're dying. The Lord said, make sure you don't touch that. Remember, the, this is, I'm, I'm focusing on the trees. You know, two trees, one uh, tree of life, the other one, the tree of the knowledge. You know, and we were talking, discussing last night there uh, with Todd. My son is here from Texas, Jesse. Uh, so we were, and with Mike, and we were engaged on these deep conversations. And, and I was telling them, 
then the two trees are, were planted. Who planted the two trees? God planted the two trees. So, ah, uh, you see, and someone said, said to me uh, years ago, a little Jewish boy, friend of, of the, other, the other son, he said, well, you see, it, it is God's fault because he planted the two trees. Did he not? So, was he right? Yes. God planted the two trees, but he planted the two trees and he, he wanted to observe. He wanted to see what kind of reaction. See, he wanted to see what choice. Because he has not chosen us, or he has not created us, with, as a robots. Like, you can go over there, oh, stop, oh, go, go down, up. This is not what God is. This is not who he is. He created us in the, what? In the likeness of him. Now, is he free? Is he free to create or to decide or to? Yes, our God is independent. He's uh, very creative. Then he created and he said, I'm going to make myself, I'm going to produce a brand new image. An image is something that looks like, looks like something else. Okay? So he created mankind in his image. It's very, very important to understand that. But remember, Eve is right there and she falls in love with what tree you think? She falls, huh? she falls in love with that tree and it's looking at her face. Wow, that is gorgeous, that is beautiful. And God said, be careful, the day you touch it. He said the day you eat it, the day you touch it. Because when you touch something like that, guess what, this is transfer. This is a transfer of nature. There's a transfer of spirits. The second you lay your hands on someone, you need to be careful. See, that, that be, people sometimes they get mad at me. I'm like, no, no, I'm doing it because I love you, not because I'm mad. Uh, the second you put your hands, you are exposed. The, the enemy knows who you are. You remember the, the, the sons of Sceva, remember that? They, they were like, oh, yeah, we, we, we invoke on him uh, the name of Jesus. And, and then the, the devil is like, who are you? Who are you? Exactly. So you have to be very careful. And, and they, they, they're stripping naked, and they, they run, he ran. And so she fell in love with that tree. And she's like, oh, my God, I need to have that. And then she got it. She got it. And God got very mad at her, of course, but especially at Adam. He knew his wife now is condemned. She's dying. And he's alive. And what is he going to do? He's going to lose her? Lord, uh, out of everything, you say you promised me a helper, and now she's dead now. She's going to die now. I'm going to stay here forever and partake to the life, the tree of life, or should I go and join her and die? Love is very strong. Carnal love is very strong. And he has chosen the bad part. See? He has chosen the bad part. He said, well, she's dying, then I'm dying too. And then he steps in, into that death. And of course, this is, uh, 
we need to understand, you know, from a philosophical, philosophical uh, point, uh, what was that tree of knowledge? Was it, did they have? Was it an apple? It's not important. You know, this tree of knowledge. It represents something, and and God didn't want mankind or, or this lady. He didn't want them to follow and to fall in love with the intellect apart from God. You see? Look at today. Look today. We have beautiful universities. We have beautiful doctors, beautiful nurses, uh, 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 institutions. You, you, name, you name it. We have it. Talk to someone. Oh, oh, I have a problem with money. Oh, I have an operation on Tuesday morning there. Oh, 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 sorry about that. Uh, uh, yeah, I have a problem right here. Uh, my doctor told me to take three pills and call him, you know, it's a, it's a joke. Uh, I, I'm, I'm okay. You know, so the knowledge continues. The knowledge is right there. You want knowledge? It's all right there. You can go to many university and get 10 degrees. If you live in France, you can have like 10 degrees for free. For free. And so it's right there for you to grab, to grab hold of that knowledge. And, and it's true for religion. Now, uh, the gospel then we heard, and you heard me say this last week, the gospel that is being preached these days is an intellectual gospel. It is not a gospel of the heart. It's the gospel of the head. You see? That's the reason why the entire world, like you talked, said yesterday so beautifully, say, that's why we are upside down. That's the reason why people call good evil, evil good. It's a spirit of delusion that is being sent by God to close their eyes. It's the book of Romans when you see you're like, whoa, whoa. What do you mean, a, a spirit of delusion? So because they rejected God in their attitude, God says, you're not my image anymore. You see? So that's the reason why on that day, he will ask all of us, who are you exactly? And if he doesn't know who you are, he will be, have we ever met? Have we met the two of us? Who are you? Oh, yeah, we do miracles in their mind that do, do miracles. So Martha was distracted with all preparation. You know, when you're distracted, guess what happened? You cannot focus. When, and the enemy knows your kid has to be agitated a little bit, maybe two of them or three, and, and the, the word goes, <laughs> bypasses you, and you're not here. It's done on purpose. Okay? It could be a TV, it doesn't, you know. And then she goes and she becomes the corrector of God. That's very, very dangerous. Lord, do you not care that my sister left me? You're talking to Jesus here. Do you think he cares? Does he? You better believe it. You don't even worry, but she, she left me here alone to do all the serving. And I'm talking to ladies and, and, and to men as well. You know, you could be uh, distracted with your man cave. I don't know, you know. Oh, tonight I should spend time with, uh, no, I'm going to go with my tools. Yeah. Tools are more important than, and, uh, 
the sin of condemnation. And by the Lord answered and said, Martha, Martha, you are worried and bothered about so many things. Was he right? But only one thing is necessary, for Mary has chosen the good part, which shall not be taken away from her. So God was, uh, Jesus was very impressed with this Mary. She literally came and listened to him. She didn't care about the serving wine and serving falafel, you know, with garlic and onions. She didn't care. She, it doesn't mean, this, does, this parable doesn't mean that, uh, you know, God or Jesus wants us to become cold and calculated and ignore him when he comes. It doesn't mean that. But her emphasis was, I need to serve and I need to serve now. Whatever that means, I'm going to go and do it. And she thought that she was pleasing God. How many people are like that? How many missionaries? You remember, if someone chooses in the spirit to go to a city, we're going to go over there, we're going to prosper, we're going to make money, we're going to be great, it's going to be warm, it's going to be... Whoa! God willing, we'll do this, we'll do that. A lot of people do that, especially New Yorkers. We, we, we love to do that. Well, I, I'm going to go over there, I'm going, to, I'm going to make money there. And then at the third month, I'm going to buy the house. And then I'm going to... God willing, if it is God's will, you, you'll do that. Is it God a tyrant? He's not a tyrant. He does that because he protects you. He loves you. That's why he does that. So Martha, was, she had that spirit. She was like, you're serving. I'm serving even more than you, honey, talking to his sister. And... And that was, that was damaging to her relationship with Jesus. So she has chosen, make sure you choose the good part. The good part is to hear. Let's say God wants you to go to, let's say, I don't know, it's an example, Texas or uh, wherever, Louisiana or Florida. Uh, you know, make sure you hear. Lord, do you want me to go there? You will see the answer will come. Yeah, I want you to go there maybe in, uh, in uh, April 2022. Oh, no, I want to go now. Make sure you go when he tells you to go. But what if he says, Lord, I would love to, to go to, because, you know, when, when the Lord put a desire in your heart, he put, he put it, in a, it becomes like a desire, and it's there. And then when you seek him, you, you still want to go? Yeah, I want to go. Maybe something happened in December or January. Then all of a sudden, you're like, you still want to go there? And in prayer, this is how you find out the will of God. You see? In prayer, you find like, a, don't go there. Because if you go there, this and this and that and this and that will happen. But if you go that way, or you wait, let's say, this will happen. Boom, 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 boom. And God, it is written in the book of Romans, everything works for the best for those who what? 
love God. So when you love God, you spend time with God. When you spend time with God, you spend time in praise, you spend time in prayer, and, and God will protect you. He doesn't do to bug you. Oh, see, God is in my case. Uh, he doesn't want me to be, I'm going to go anyway. Oh, my God. I, I, I would not suggest you to do that. So let's move on. Uh, now, let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8. The Spirit himself testified with our spirit. Then we are children of God. Thank God. We are sons and daughters of the living God. And if children, heirs also. Heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Why? Why are we an heir of God? And why are we a fellow heir? This is this mystery, isn't it? If Now, look at the condition. If indeed we suffer with him... You know, I read this scripture for close to 40 years. I promise. Never understood. I thought the suffering was because you're a Christian, you're going to go suffer on the cross. Boom, boom. I'm going to die here with them. God said to me, he revealed that a few years ago, by the way. It seems like I understood now, but many, many years ago. He said, if, look at we're going to become heirs of God. Number two, co-heirs or fellow heirs with Christ. Are you ready for this? I, I should have enlightened the if with another comment, but I forgot. <laughs> if, what? Excuse me, Paul. If indeed we suffer with him. And I used to hate that. You know what? I used to bypass that. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Suffering is not for me. Sorry. Uh, and then you say, so we may be glorified with them. Yay, I like that. You like that? You may be glorified. But you can only be glorified if you suffer with them. So uh, now let's talk about suffering, Pastor Cam. Uh, suffering, I want you today, I'm going to paint another picture. This is what you believe suffering is. Me too. Suffer. God says, you know, this is not the suffering I want you to suffer. The suffering I want you to suffer is the word in Greek, pasha. P-A-S-C-H-A. What it reminds you? Pasha is the word for the passion. Uh-oh. So, this is not the suffering that he wants you to suffer. He wants you to suffer this suffering. Remember, I told you the world is upside down. Remember, this summer, not too long ago, people call good evil. And they call evil good. That is, no, no. We, we cannot allow things like that. So we're going to study that, and, and it will help you. I guarantee it's going to help you. So if you suffer with him, so that you may be also glorified with him. So what is that Pasha suffering? You know, Friday, by the way, we're going to have a Good, um, good Friday service. So we're going to bring the, uh, maybe we can get some muscles here to bring the cross here. We have the cross in the back. We're going to bring it here. Uh, 
And, and I want you to focus today on the cross. I wish I had it here, but focus on the cross. That's what Basha is. In the Basha Easter, Passover, what happened on there? Someone died for us, did he? So the Christ, the anointed man, died on the cross. So imagine it's right here. Right there. Okay. He dies. What, what did he die? He died for your sins. He died for your own nature. He died for your sicknesses. He died for your diseases. He died for your lack of money. He lacked for, you name it. But the, remember, I had this revelation in November last year. I think, no, 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 no I'm sorry, February last year. He, we, we, always heard, we always heard Jesus died as a substitute. Remember that? He died as a substitute, so we don't have to die. Is it true? Yes, yes, yes. But he did not die as a substitute only. He, not only he died as a substitute, but he also died as a forerunner. You see? And where Jesus went, you're going. He suffered. You suffered. He died to the diseases. You adapt to the diseases. He died to lack. You know, rich than he was, he became poor. So by his riches, you may become, by his poverty, you may become rich. See, see everything match up. So the suffering that the Lord wants us to suffer, and it's amazing because it's just one week before Good Friday and also Resurrection Sunday. And God wants us to, he wants his children to understand the suffering that he wants us to embrace because if we do not, we cannot be glorified with them. The goal is not suffering. The goal is that glorification, you see? God cares about you being glorified. Oh, my God, me, Goifan, oh, you see, I'm persecuted. The enemy wants my back, and I'm running to the woods, and I have bought it. Count down. This is not who you are today. God has made you a brand new man, a brand new lady of God. So, but we need to embrace our suffering. So, I'm going to try to make it clear. God wants you to understand that you died with him on the cross. All right, now that I'm dead, what, what am I going to do? A lot of people are dead. A lot of people are there. A lot of people don't believe in the Holy Spirit, they're dead. They cannot be resurrected. So the Lord said, if you die with me on the cross, you are dead to the old nature. Now, what happened to the new nature? How do we receive it? With the resurrection of Christ, you receive now the new nature of Christ. You see? So hence the battle. The second you start understanding that these two natures fighting with each other. Like, as an example, you have a disease. God says, no, you don't have the disease. You died for, to it 2,000 years ago. And you're like, Lord, I'm so sorry, but... I still have a look, it's right here. You say, I understand that, but you need to embrace your suffering. You need to understand that I die on the cross. And by the way, you die with me. But the, the battle, and I'm sorry, it's a little complicated. Your victory in this battle is the fact that you are resurrected 
with my Holy Spirit. You need to believe and stay in the faith Then God has removed from His Son that nature. I'm not saying Jesus was full of sin. That's not what I'm saying. But He did willingly for us. So it's not easy to comprehend that. But once you comprehend that, kiss goodbye all your torment than the enemy trying to put into your mind. It's dying to the old self. The self cannot die. You know, remember I, I, I told you guys last week, I can do all things. Who is I? I is the new self. Now, a lot of people may understand that, and they're like, oh, you know, the, the I must die. The second you do that, you fall into depression. If you want to kill yourself, the self, which is translated the soul, if you try to destroy that, you go into deep depression. But if you understand that you receive a brand new soul, now you can do all things for Christ. You see? See, that is the freedom freedom of the cross. And when I say the cross, the resurrection. Because, you know, we cannot focus on the cross. A lot of people focus that. A lot of religion. They come and they're like, uh, at the foot of the cross. You know, it's okay for a little while. But you cannot be staying in the cross. You don't stay at the cross. Although very religious, religiously, they uh, uh, bow down before the cross. Oh, my God. Oh. You're dead to the cross, but you know, I have good news for you. You are resurrected. You see? So uh, many times, my, 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 my um, father-in-law, during uh, you know, Easter or Resurrection Sunday, you know, he, he's, res- he's resurrected. Yes, I'm like, Dad. He's resurrected. Of course, he understood that. You know, he's, he's resurrected all the time. Jesus Christ is resurrected. He's not dead. You know, so he doesn't want you to. Uh, a lot of people they become morbid. They become morbid. Oh, you see, my Jesus died. That's the reason why I'm carrying the cross. I'm like, oh, oh my God, what are you doing? You know. So I I rather think instead of going at the cross, I rather think. We need to go beyond the cross. We need to pass the cross and go on the other side. Now, you're not going to hear this preach much. So let's say this is the cross on, on, on the side. God wants you to come to the cross. You die. But you're not done. A lot of people, they're there. Oh, I'm, I'm waiting for a resurrection. Uh, I'm waiting for a touch from God. Then I'm like, what do you mean? You need to be here and then go on the other side. A lot of people don't make, you know, they don't make the transition. And that's, that was my point of Acts chapter 8. They were only baptized in the name of Christ Jesus. And, 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 then, and then when the apostles heard that, they're like, oh, oh we, we need to send John and, and uh, Peter and John. Why? Why, why is it necessary to, to, to send them there? They already say, see, and this is what I believe a lot of uh, congregation, they, they're missing the Holy Spirit because they stuck at the cross. They were right there. They're dead. You know, when, you, when we baptize people, Pastor Glenn and I, we did it many times, you, you bury the people in, under the water, 
right? You're like this as a symbol of purification, as a symbol of death on the cross. A lot of people don't believe in the Holy Spirit. So guess who they are? They're dead. They need to be lifted up from the death of the cross and be embracing the likeness of Christ Jesus. They're missing that resurrection. I cannot believe the people, they, they, will, they will debate me in the face for five hours. Oh, no, I see you wrong because you understand, you know, and I know all the arguments. But, and I'm like, no, you're wrong. You are wrong. Because, you know, you are fighting against the word of God. You know, if, if they were in the Lord, uh, you know, you will never have needed the apostles to come 16 miles or 65 miles from Jerusalem to Samaria. Why bother if you embrace your suffering? I guarantee, I guarantee, he's guaranteed. We will be glorified with him. You know that what is the glory of God is? I explained many times. Do you remember what I said? What was that glory of God? The glory of God, who wants the glory of God? You guys want work in a, uh, operate, I should say, in a, in a prophetic, in a, in a gift. And, uh, do you want that? You need to be glorified for that. You, you cannot be, oh, no, me, I see I'm nobody, I'm here, uh, whatever. God will be, okay, I have no use of you. Sit down. He, he's not going to use you. He will, he, you will be used by God once you receive the glory of God. And let me tell you, when the glory of God comes on you, you can think. You cannot think. You, you will be right there at the foot of the mass for, for hours. How do you know, Pastor Graham? It looks like you received the glory. Well, I, I had experience which I cannot share too much unless he wants me to. But when the glory of God comes, you will become a brand new man. For I consider that the suffering of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to be revealed to us. Here comes the glory. See, I forgot the glory here. Should have put it in yellow. Uh, see, the glory is coming. God is waiting to put his glory on you. He's waiting. Like, oh, no, see, it's because Cam, Pastor Cam doesn't want us to give up. No, this is the opposite. God wants to put his glory, the glory of God is this entity, is this nature which will make you make exploits. Amen? You've seen it. Some of you touched it here on, on yearly nights. You know, sometimes when we close the door over there, you know, the Lord is like, are you ready? Remember that night when I said, uh, I say, you know, Lord Jesus Christ is here with, he's coming here with his angels. You know, and the uh, uh, lady was there from Africa. She said, oh my God, he's right. Jesus is right there. She remember that? Years ago, two, two or three years ago. And, and, and after that, they, everything went, you know, I mean, to God, all the glory. You, you know, so, and, and, and I'm, this is the meaning place. This is in the place where you meet with God. And you, everything becomes open. All of you becomes open. I cannot explain to you. God, when you say, 
go tell her this, this, this go tell her, blah, 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 give her the name, blah, blah. Oh my God. You know, everything becomes open. I consider the suffering of this present time noteworthy. Now, I'm not gonna I know I'm gonna suffer. Some people here, let me tell you, they suffer. But, but God is doing a work. He's doing a work. So you suffer, or I would like to be whatever desire you have is not being completed yet. It's going to be completed because God knows your heart. He knows. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Why? The adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Wait, Pastor Cam, you told us that the devil has been conquered. Yes? The thing is, do you believe it? You see? Do you believe it? The Lord wants you to understand that the devil has been conquered. He's not going to be conquered. The devil is not going to be conquered. But he will try to be like, let's see what Donna believed this morning. Hey, he will try one thing. Now, if you buy it, you will be, oh my God, that hurts. He has won. Now, if you like, get out of here quick. You have been conquered on a cross 2,000 years ago. Leave. This is what resisting the devil means. Okay? Be sober, spirit. Look, look what he says on that. But resist him firm in your faith. It's a question of faith. You see? It's a question of faith. Knowing that the same experiences of suffering, oh, yeah, I'm fine now. My sister in Poland has the same story. No, it doesn't mean that. The same experiences of suffering are being accomplished by your brethren who are in the world. Okay, now, are you ready for that? Are you ready for the Rembrandt? Rembrandt. Rembrandt used to be a painter. Just checking on you. Uh, after you have suffered for a little while, you, have you suffered for a little while? He yeah. said, okay. Do, we, do you want more? Uh, uh, you see, so after you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ Jesus, are you ready for that? Will himself perfect, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. Wow. It doesn't mean that God is allowing the devil. No, God wants you to become aware until you like, you take your filthy hands of me. The second you do that, you become a overcomer. You become, you receive the dominion. You receive the glory. You receive the name. You become a ruler. Should I go on? So the goal of our Father is to perfect. Oh, my God. How can we become perfect? Me, I'm a weakling. I cannot do anything. Well, change your thinking quickly. See, nobody likes me where I live. I'm never going to find a spouse. You know what you're doing? You agree with the devil himself. That's what you're doing. And he's like, yeah, we got him. Yes, we got her. Please 
Do not agree with the devil. Start agreeing with your heavenly Father. He will, he will perfect you. He will confirm you. He will strengthen you. He will establish you. To God be dominion forever and ever. Amen. Amen. So I'm done with that teaching. Um, and I believe it, it will help you. You need to go back to it, by the way. Thank you for listening to this message. We encourage you to listen a few times in order to let what God revealed sink deeper into your heart and continue to renew your mind. If you'd like to honor the Lord with your giving, as well as so into the ministry of Revelation Church, please visit revelationchurchny.com slash give. Thanks and God bless.